0: I didn't know they made Asian bodies like this. It was like the nicest man body I'd ever seen. I was like, I've only ever seen the small math version of you guys. <laughs> small math version? <laughs>
1: yeah. They're like models. They're like, this, they're like cylons or
0: something. Well, that's the thing. This is the Chinaman who can kick your ass.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, I
0: love how we're not starting it out with slurs. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't being recorded. No, of course it is. Oh, well, delete that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe he was an olympic diver
0: yeah i think he was a gangster i hope he doesn't hear this Good i think they called the that. yakuza <laughs> yeah the yakuza, that's right
3: uh, yeah I had, I had a i had a sega dreamcast what's up respect
0: i i didn't i'm too young uh, for that <laughs> yeah, also, um yeah how old is everybody on this podcast
3: uh, Steven is Stephen is a, uh, a fellow young blood. You're eighteen, correct?
0: I'm eighteen.
4: Yeah.
2: I am twenty two. <laughs> I love record.
4: I, I, I twenty one this year.
3: Oh.
0: Oh, so I'm I'm the the veteran voice of uh, YPIO YPIW. That's the one.
3: Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. Well, Nick, I was going exactly. to say you can start drinking, but you're Australian, so you've been drinking since 14, correct? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Actually, no. I, unlike, unlike my peers, I only got drunk when I was legally able to. Oh,
2: what nice, was your reason
4: for that? Did you... Pardon? Did, what
0: was your <laughs> You just didn't feel like it, or...? Um, none
4: of my friends did it. Yeah, okay. So. I, now that You're just fucking lighting it up in and out, right? (laughs) Oh, well, no, the first time I really drunk was at a, um, at the the school, it was like at the end of year 10, and so I had a party, and that was the first time I drunk. Did
0: you have fun your first time being drunk? (sighs) Yeah.
4: I don't really remember it, but, yeah. Yeah. I think that's That's, the idea. That's
0: the bugger, right? That's where it gets you, all the fun you can't remember.
3: Yeah, it's weird. I never have, well, and I only recently realized why, and it's because every aspect of my life, like my reason for doing things, is to not be yelled at, and I think <laughs> drinking would fly in the face of what I'm trying to accomplish there.
0: How how often do you get yelled at?
3: I don't. Well, no. I'm see. I'm very good at not getting yelled at because it's my goddamn purpose to exist.
0: Right. I, okay. I don't know
3: how it happened, but somehow it's it was cemented in my mind as a youngster, that being yelled at is, like, the worst possible thing that can ever happen to anybody.
1: Isn't that, and that a my life. Paul F. Tompkins bit?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh,
1: yeah, he talked about that?
3: Yeah, did he? Uh, it was on that new special, right? Yeah, on the Comedy Central one. Right. And this is something I related to heavily. I, I didn't know you liked Paul F. Tompkins. That's awesome. Bro. I love him. He's, uh... If you're into comedy podcasting at all, he's kind of like the uh The very ubiquitous grandfather of it basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i uh it's that's the driving force behind my life, yes,
0: but if you're drunk, you can yell back as the kicker
2: yeah I, I don't know, but I'm not gonna be drunk later, <laughs> I'm anticipating that I'm anticipating that sobriety, uh, just wait, man, do it when you're ready, yeah, sure, Um
0: uh, with Ricardo
2: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: I was speaking uh, from places as a heavy drinker and drug user though so that's
2: Yeah I waited till I was like 19 like you know it is what it is yeah
3: Well and of course I I I don't drink but of course as Josh knows I am addicted to heroin
2: Oh, right.
4: (laughs)
3: That's unfortunate. Uh, This will make no sense to anybody else, but me and uh, Josh in particular has uh, singled out this one college radio station, 107.1 The Evolution, I believe it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, he's just been posting on every Facebook post they do. He's been somehow mentioning that he's addicted to heroin. (laughs) <laughs> and I've seen him uh, in my Facebook feed somehow, and I've joined him in talking about my heroin addiction.
2: Dude, watch out. It's a gateway drug, man. You might do bad things. <laughs> 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 heroin
3: is a gateway drug to weed, I think. it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what, how they get you. Mm-hmm. I, uh, no, no it's, it's, weed is a gateway drug to heroin, and heroin is a gateway drug to homosexuality. I think that's how it works.
0: <laughs> right, and it is a drug. Uh-huh. <laughs> my favorite one of those posts... They said, uh, what's your least favorite thing about Facebook? And I said, I hate that my mom spends all of her time on it because she ignores even my most basic needs because I'm addicted to heroin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <When>. <laughs> uh, you
3: people should join in, we should just get an army of people oh God, that how we're running. all addicted to heroin.
0: <laughs> I a, I'll post the link to them on the forum after this. Oh,
2: you totally should. <laughs>
1: bomb them. I posted the link to King the Kid, which was the band that got picked for the Grammys instead of Lil B, and nobody nobody attacked them.
3: I oh, I didn't like, even see it. They must have gotten a lot of shit, though.
1: Yeah, me and me and a couple people weren't.
2: <clears throat> Who was King the Kid?
3: Ugh, do do look, this they
1: awful look young.
2: Like They're really bad. Ugh. Do they sound like Mumford and Sons? I don't know.
0: <laughs>
3: Very good impression of Mumford & Sons. That was a good, Thank that was you. a spot on Mumford & Sons impression.
0: Thank you.
4: Uh, oh, God.
0: Ricardo, you seem like a really positive person.
2: Um. Yeah, yeah, you know, positive.
0: <laughs> we're We're friends on Facebook, and I listened to one of your bands a while ago. Pauser, I think?
3: No, that's, Danny's that's band. Danny. That's Danny.
0: Yeah. I, I mix all you fuckers up. How am I supposed to know? Ricardo how, how is I'm
3: in gonna... swamps, I believe. Yeah. Oh, me. I don't
0: know if I listened to that. But I really appreciate that you were telling uh, Nick and Austin just drink when you're comfortable, just be, <laughs> be kosher. It's very cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um man.
0: uh I,
3: I it's uh I believe that we actually have two musicians on the podcast. The podcast, by the way, let me introduce it very quickly. We're so recording. We can... Yeah, we are recording. Um, Um, Hi everybody, what you're listening to and have been listening to for the past 8 minutes (coughs) and 25 seconds is Your Podcast Opinion is Wrong, a podcast made up of writers from, or writers and some non-writers for for, uh, Your Personal Opinion is Wrong, which is our blog. Anyway, who we have on the podcast? We have me, of course, your host, Austin. We have returning favorite, Mr. Josh.
4: Hey now.
3: We have... uh, uh lifelong companion nick good day yeah <laughs> uh self depreciating nick and uh we have two newbies on the podcast today one of them uh mr steven hey steven is new and also ricardo hello it's ricardo and, um all right, back to what I was talking about before I was so rudely interrupted by me introducing the podcast, was um, <laughs> we have two musicians on the... Well, we have technically three musicians, but uh, two performing musicians, I guess, which would be, of course, Josh and Ricardo. Ricardo is in a band called Swamps, who I am a fan of, and I listen to their EP, and I believe if I'm not mistaken, opened up for the one and only Dope Body recently. Yeah, we did.
4: That's pretty
3: cool. This is what podcasting is made for, talking about shit like opening up for Dope Body. And I think that is a thing that you should do right now, Ricardo.
2: Oh, sure thing. Well, so the band uh, was kind of like supposed to be maybe a year-long thing, but it just kind of kept going because I was supposed to be done with school and I'm not – and we got this offer for a show a really long time ago in the summer, and I really didn't even think it was going to happen. It's one of those things where people will send out a feeler and it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Open for Dope Body. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, the, the date was set for December, and this guy was really cool, and he totally pulled through. Uh, it, it was great. Totally. It was a good show, first of all. Like, it was just a fun show, but they were really cool guys. Um, we hung out with the. One of the two bassists, I guess. There are two bassists, a great drummer and a great frontman. But one of the bassists also plays guitar. We hung out with the strictly bassist before the show. hung out, did some things that you do before a show, and then played. And then we were going to hang out after, but we kind of got kicked out. It was was a uh, student space that resembled just like a giant arcade room. Uh, but yeah, really cool at a place called SUNY Purchase, a nice school right outside New York City. I don't know, I can't say enough about it. It was really fun.
0: Congratulations, man! that's yeah. really cool.
2: That dope body yeah. album was great,
3: and yeah, uh, so was your AP and so was the show. I imagine. Yeah,
2: that's, I, they they so heavy, just so yeah. so unbelievably heavy.
3: <laughs> I've seen some live footage of of Swamps performing, and I gotta say, you are a terrific showman. Ricardo.
2: Oh. oh yeah, thanks. Uh, it's you know, rock, noise rock, post punk rock, rock. Rock. It's is only it, is rack. It rock.
1: It's noise rock.
3: Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to
0: see uh, some videos of uh, Ricardo rocking out in the free world now.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're on YouTube. I think you posted them on the the one of the the threads. I think. Yeah. Cool. Probably sometime a while back. I don't know. They're, they're in there. But yeah, it seems like a fun experience. You are a three piece,
2: correct? Mm hmm. Yeah, Power Trio.
3: hmm. <laughs> and, uh, uh, okay. I'm going to do a Nardwar like segue here. Power Trio. Rush is a Power Trio. Rush from Canada. Rush from Canada. Josh from Canada. Josh also <laughs> in a band no. in Ow. Canada. Speaking of opening for famous acts, I believe, Joshua, you opened up for. Uh the band Mr. Heavenly featuring on bass none other than Teen Dreamboat Michael Sarah, correct?
0: That's an incredible memory you have. Yeah, that that, that was a while. Thank you. Ago.
3: I'm failing pre-calculus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not. Not. <laughs>
3: I gotta see. I'm kidding. Um anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: Michael Sarah. I'm glad
1: I'm glad you clarified that for the rest of us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was wondering how you're doing in calculus. Let's talk about that.
3: No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's not. Because uh, I just ended it yesterday, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Anyways, how I offer you a calculus book. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Michael, goddamn Sarah. Yeah, I, i I'm, I, I don't know if you, you did open for Mr. Heavenly, correct?
0: Yeah, that's that was the thing that happened. That's, but I, I just, I don't have that many stories. To, I have stories about other bands I've opened for that are interesting stories. I want to know uh, how it smells. Well... <laughs> They, they showed up, it was at a place called the Biltmore here in Vancouver, and uh, they showed up um, very, like, we had played already, and they hadn't sound checked. So it was a bill of three, and we opened, and so we were backstage where they sort of just set up. Not to say they were rude, there just wasn't that much interaction. I'm also an enormous Modest Mouse fan, and Joe Plummer is their, their drummer, so I was doing the whole, uh, like... Oh,
3: Stephen is also a massive Modest Mouse fan, if I'm not
0: mistaken. Oh, good lord, Stephen. I I was, uh... I did the whole stand there, and maybe, like, if I just linger long enough, he'll make first contact, because I'm pretty outgoing, but right. y- you sort of get there, like, the fuck am I going to say? Like, I'm a big dope. Like, I, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... And so I got, I did sort of a hey, hey, how's it going? You have a good set, that uh, that, and that was that was about it. I don't have that many stories. I have good stories about the guys from Tokyo Police Club and the guys from Foles and uh, stuff like that, but Ooh. but very little, Mr. Heavenly.
3: Um, this is, I think, an awesome topic. Uh, just like a little pre-topic, I guess. I don't know, but um, uh, making an ass of yourself in front of musicians you admire. <laughs> I
0: told my Yanis story here before, right? Oh, you
3: have told your Yanis story. Yeah, Hi?
0: um,
3: I think you did. Uh, you told a couple stories. Uh, some of them ended poorly. One of them, I believe, ended with a drink in your face. Was that like Buck sixty five or something?
0: No, that that was I, I. I told that on here.
3: You did. You uh, you, you told a couple <laughs> stories, and I I don't know if you remember, you were uh, I think kind of sloshed when you did, so maybe you don't remember it. I don't uh, I don't yeah, know.
0: Well, you guys can dig into the archives for that one. <laughs> yeah, not,
3: that was saying. that was a quality. Was that was that the Yannis story?
0: Not, no, that isn't the Yannis story. The Yannis story is just sort of funny and lighthearted and makes me look like a goof.
3: But yeah, uh, oh that yeah, I, I do remember this. I think we've also been over me confusing these two stories before. So really, uh, yeah, we, we should probably move on. Uh, I do recall vaguely one uh, about you starting what seemed like an all-out brawl on stage. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah? Some Gigi Allen shit. I, I <laughs> Am I wrong in remembering this?
0: I think you just had me on Facebook and maybe saw the video. I don't think I'd talk about that. Oh,
3: no, no, friend. Uh, you told me about this. If there's a video of this, goddammit, I want to see I'll,
0: it. You and I might... Listen, this isn't interesting. This, we might have talked about this on Facebook. I don't think I want to say this on, like, the record. Oh, my
3: God. You absolutely told this on the no. podcast.
0: There's no way. There's no
3: way. I'm going to hunt through the archives for you, telling this story, man.
0: Move on, you monsters.
3: Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> He's probably still in legal trouble. Um. <laughs>
2: uh.
3: Okay. Uh. What? What about you, Stephen? Have you met any uh of your idols and proceeded to make an ass of yourself in front of them? I wish. I don't, I don't leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. So I'm. I'm from North Carolina, Stephen. And I am sort of near Raleigh in the Triangle, so I do get a lot of good concerts. You being from, uh, Alabama, are you near sort of a- a a metropolis or a capital?
1: Um, I'm near Huntsville. They have a- there's rocket... things there.
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) What?
1: No, is the answer. My answer is no.
4: He's got Uh, the the internet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he does.
3: Um,
4: I've
0: seen a rocket out there. Well, shut the fuck up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, do you have you like? Do you have concerts that occasionally come down? Are there like local punk bands that'll play or something? I I don't know. I I wish we had punk bands.
0: Sometimes they play the rocket field. It's real. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> rocket you. <laughs> oh, that go well.
0: Bird. That was bad. That was so strong. I'm I'm
1: shaking. Yeah. I I asked for it, before I called him an idiot for not being here.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're already starting a Robbie-like feud, Josh. Hey, Robbie Robbie
0: and I. Robbie and I squashed our beef. I love Robbie.
3: (laughs) It's true. Robbie's a great cat. Hello, Robbie, listening. You're at some show. I forget what it is. Anyway.
0: um, Quicksand. Yeah. He's an angry motherfucker, though. Don't let me. Don't get that twisted.
3: Yeah. He's uh, he's uh, quick quick to quick to anger I think yeah
0: yeah you're not kidding
3: uh huh um but okay moving on um uh, I'm from Steve, Canada you, yeah you have never met anybody ever I think we've established that yeah. um oh. you just you just live in a shed with a computer with humans <laughs> uh, what about you Ricardo have you ever uh, goofed yourself in front of uh of in
2: front of an idol not in front of an idol i don't think but i do remember recently i did make kind of an ass of myself in front of just a regular guy at a show yeah um i did see had the pleasure of seeing mac DeMarco. oh back man in, uh mac in i guess october yeah october and um uh, you know it was kind of in the middle of nowhere i might have written something about it and uh it was just like 20 people like they were like obviously just kind of like well i guess it's a show in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and i showed up kind of um ready to party if you will and by the end of the show uh, it was it was really fun it was great but um their bassist i they didn't have a merch table set up so i caught their bassist i was like hey man like i'm looking to maybe buy a record like who do i talk to about that i don't see a merch table so he's like, oh, let me go grab Mac. So he goes out to the car, <laughs> grabs Mac, and uh, Mac comes in and whatever. And as, uh, you know, Mac goes and grabs some records. And as we, you know, we're just kind of waiting for him, he's like, so what's your name, man? And just striking up conversation. And for some reason, like, I don't know, maybe some of my partying interfered with my hearing, but you know, he was, I was like, you know, hi, man, I'm Ricky. How's it going? And he was like, yeah, hi, I'm Pierce. And I was convinced that his name was Piss. I was like, your name is piss, piss. Context. And he was like, no, 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 no. And he just like just was laughing. He's like, no, piss, piss. His name was Pierce. Um. So I called him piss, but then it was okay because Mac Mac DeMarco came back and Mac was very happy that I came to see his show in the middle of nowhere, and he gave me his album for free, which was very oh, nice. Oh wow. Oh. That's yeah. Awesome. He it seems was like, like a cool guy in interviews I've seen. He's a very cool guy. I really respect a lot of, like, little touches of how he brands himself. Like, he's really, like, <laughs> devoted to his girlfriend. But, like, I'm sure tons of people think he's, like, a total hunk and would just, like, be screwing girls on the road and stuff. And yeah. he jokes around but is also, like, kind of serious when he needs to be. I don't know. I like the guy. Yeah. A good but, joke
0: for Pierce to have said there when he messed up his name would have been, you're in trouble.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. i agree
0: that would have been a good joke uh
2: i'm not that quick it was just embarrassing anyway <laughs>
4: uh,
2: um
3: what what about you nick uh
4: well i have been to less than five shows in my entire life so i've only been to two shows radiohead and pond and both of them were i was so far up the back of the audience that i could barely have embarrass myself so. Yeah. <laughs> um, like
3: it like only if you like like took off all your clothes and you know started running around could you have shamed yourself in front of Tom York I think.
4: <laughs> as much as the thought popped into my mind I had to fight all urge not to do that but um <laughs> uh, there have been like there's there's been bands at uni but I really don't care about them so I don't go to them so I <sighs> You
0: know?
4: <laughs> yeah. Can are, I tell a you...
0: funny Tom York story?
3: Oh my god, yes.
0: This this has nothing to do with me. I've never met Tom York. It's just from okay. at a Radiohead concert. Um, this is when they were touring in Rainbows, and I went to their show as an outdoor show here at a, a soccer stadium called Thunderbird Thunderbird Arena. And uh, so we're outdoors, and it's pouring rain, and they've set up this camera alongside Tom's piano, so you can you get a profile view of Tom. Hmm. And so I, don't, I can't remember what song it was after, but so he's playing and the song ends and he looks right at the camera and he goes, <clears throat> are you enjoying the rain? And it was like, <laughs> the, everybody was like, what the fuck? And then later on they stopped playing Street Spirit in the middle of it because <laughs> some guys were moshing and he goes, this isn't a fucking Rage Against the Machine concert, is it? <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> oh,
3: Tom York, you're hilariously out of touch. On <laughs> God, not oh, really.
0: Are you um, enjoying the rain? Wow, who was moshing at a Radiohead show? What? I I couldn't even see them. I I don't know how heavily they were moshing or what was going on, but that, that I saw that. Is that this is something? not how
1: I imagined Tom York. Yeah. Like, I imagined him. He'd be like, oh,
3: "Guys, please stop it.
0: This is
3: <laughs> yeah, please." He, nice. he would just start crying.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Why are you moshing? Yeah. yeah, yeah at, 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 at the Radiohead concert I went to, they put up the sign saying specifically no moshing. Specifically oh. no moshing. Yeah. Really?
3: No one time I was in a circle pit at a Leonard Cohen show, and uh, <laughs> oh, boy, <my> <laughs> Oh. Yeah. This is one time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, who moshes at a Radiohead show? That's ridiculous. And I kind of want to do it.
0: Uh... Maybe during, like, the opening riff of Body Snatchers, you get some butts moving around. Yeah. I don't
3: know. I, I think the idea of mosh pits at inappropriate shows is hilarious to me. Like, um, like, uh, I don't know, like, if you just go to, like, some, like, Father John Misty show or something and try to start <laughs> <That'd> be great. <laughs>
0: I want to see people do it at, like, Celine Dion.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like some some like 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 teen pop star like you know like Jonas Brothers or something like that
4: like yeah. I'm
3: sure you could do some improv everywhere style like um flash mob type thing where you could get enough you know Grizzly Crust punks to come and do a mobbit yeah. of
2: that show <laughs> flash flash mosh yeah flash mosh
3: exactly no. yeah
2: oh that'd be great at like a Carly Rae Jepsen I'm sure it would make the front page of Yahoo yeah exactly. Great.
3: Wow! Nothing
2: more relevant than the front
3: page of Yahoo. Oh,
2: that's how I get all my news. That's how I found out today that Shia LaBeouf did Acid for his new film role. Oh, that's the type of stuff you hear. <laughs> yep. Wow. There are probably some drone oh, strikes, it, it but 4? Shia LaBeouf on
3: Acid. Yeah. Is
1: it Transformers Four?
3: I'm no, it, it's actually I'm really it's hoping. actually a the new um, uh, the new Wes Anderson movie. It's just called uh, Shia LaBeouf on Acid. Oh. <laughs> it, it follows you know um, him waking up. He makes breakfast, he does acid, and then he just goes off from there. Wow.
2: It seems great. I, I thought it was the new Cigarose video. It's, you know, kind of a continuation of the last one. <laughs>
3: yeah, was he that in that a Cigarose video?
2: He was. You could see his dick. Oh, really? Nice! Yeah, I believe if, so. I, didn't...
1: I remember seeing that. I saw that the day it
3: happened.
2: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
3: anyway. <try laughs> where, where were we? Huh. Um, Alright, speaking of embarrassing where were you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) um anyway speaking of uh embarrassment mosh but i guess there was just this um little festival i went to i think i talked about it before just this little hardcore festival that was literally um right across from my middle school like within 20 feet of my middle school and i was like uh this is weird it was at a masonic lodge and so i said okay i should go to this and there were um Uh, There's actually this great black metal band who are like semi noteworthy called Mutilation Rights who are playing at this stupid Masonic lodge in Apex, North Carolina, and um, uh, and there were like seven other hardcore bands. Um, But uh, I went there and there was this band called Just Die who were pretty good. Uh, And uh, the before the show, uh, the guy, the singer, was going giving everybody pump up high fives, you know, to get them ready for the show. Like you do. And um, he uh, (laughs) was going through and he sort of went over me and I held my hand up and he left me hanging, like in the strictest Uh, sense of the term. And then I was just left, you know, looking like an asshole with my hand up in the air. And, you know, um, know, I was just looking like a fool. And, you know, like people started like snickering, like, who's this little kid with a hand up in the air? And um, then (laughs) this one guy just made it his mission to just slam into me when a mosh pit started. Damn. And I, I'm sure he was doing it to other people, but he was like six foot five and huge, and uh, oh. I don't know. It was it was it was rough. This and but, you're like twelve? Uh, no, this was a couple months ago. I oh, okay. in like middle com- school. So no, uh, it was my middle school when I was in middle school. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I don't think anybody like an adult would smash into a twelve year old in a mosh pit. Because
2: he didn't like him. That seems, that seems like something people don't do. I don't like that Harry sounds like Rollins, a great maybe. Yeah, that sounds like a great skit. You could do that like on Portlandia or something. Yeah,
3: yeah, child mosh pit. I like that. <laughs> this <laughs> asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's 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 wearing like non-vegan uh, tote bag or something. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah.
0: Um,
3: okay. Yeah, that was that was a good topic, everybody. Thank now
0: you.
3: I believe uh we should we should segue into what are you listening to?" By the way, I like the sort of the free-flowing uh like non-segmented uh, you know episode format we're going with today because it's very natural, and I like it
1: let's no let's, problem let's let's recap what Austin just said. Um, let's go into the next segment called "What are you Listening to?" And I really <laughs> like how we're not doing segments. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, fuck what are you listening to? Uh. <laughs> you I'm talk- sorry.
3: You know, Stephen, I have these people on these podcasts because they're yes men. They agree so <laughs> with what I say. And you're really. I feel bad immediately after I say <laughs> these things. No, fine. I, no, I need to be called on my shit. It's like Lincoln.
0: Uh, yes, man. That's my favorite
4: country. Woo. <laughs>
3: it's also my favorite Jim Carrey movie. No, it's not. Actually, maybe oh. it
4: is. Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> is that Steve Carell? Uh,
3: no, I think it was Jim Carrey. And also, has anybody seen that? Jim Carrey movie where he was a, at a cannibal corpse concert.
1: What are we listening to?
3: <laughs> you're delightful. Um,
2: <laughs> anyway, I didn't catch that one. Sorry.
3: Uh, let's 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 talk about what we're listening to on this segment called "What Are We Listening To." And um, all right, Stephen, since since you're new and um, apparently very mouthy tonight, why don't you first and tell us what you're listening to?
1: Um. I talked to you about this before, but I've been listening to LP, um, specifically, I'll Sleep When You're Dead, because I listened to Cancer for Cure like a hundred billion times last year, or so I went back to that and was surprised at how much I liked it, like, compared to before, last time I heard it. Um, I, he's just so angry.
3: Yeah, no one can really pull off righteous anger like LP can. It always yeah. sounds, you know, either forced or uh, embarrassing coming from other people but LP he's got the the linguistics and the production skill to pull it off i think
1: yeah it's just it's it's almost it's it's almost as good as Cancer. i'm not going to say it's as good but it's it's really good and the only other thing i've been listening to is mission
3: of burma which we also talked about oh yeah mission of burma best band ever i'm Pretty only much. slightly exaggerating because they are amazing um yeah i just got through their chapter in in our our band could be your life. That's actually what I was going to ask cuz you are reading Our Band Could Be Your Life, correct? Yeah. And it's a, that's that's a great uh book about sort of the early stages of uh indie rock if anybody uh hasn't read it. I recommend it. And there's a chapter on Mission of Burma. I believe it's the third chapter. I could be wrong. Or is it it's first? something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, um I really read that planning. book like four times. It's it's like a personal bible.
1: Yeah. Um
3: yeah, I mean, everybody, if
1: if anybody has not listened to verses by Mission of Burma, that's, like, one of the best albums. And it's different from, like, a lot of older, like, punk stuff.
3: Like, it's not difficult or dated. So, I mean, you can just listen to it, and it's awesome. Yeah, it really could have come out at any time in the last, you know, 30 years since it was released, and I would have believed it. Totally. Uh, very... Uh, it predates its its release, I think, or existence, whatever. But, um, yeah, there. I actually, I don't think I found out about a lot of great bands from Our Brand Could Be Your Life, but I definitely listened deeper into the discography of a lot of bands because of it, um, including, actually, you know who I started listening to because of that book? It was no. One of my favorite bands is Big Black.
2: Ah. Oh, do yeah.
3: L- do you listen to Big B- I know you are a fan of Big Black, correct, Ricardo?
2: uh yeah sure yeah i I thought Um, i heard you talking about them once or twice no no i i'm a fan i'm a fan i don't know too much i'm not one of those people who delves into the lore of steve albini's life but uh no i do like big black you know
3: i can delve as deep as you need in one sentence steve albini is a huge prick and that's about all you need to know all right so steve albini is a huge talented prick and I think that pretty much sums up Steve Albini. That's a lot really. of hardcore people. That's a lot of the people that it is true, the hardcore stuff. Yeah. Hey, yeah. all right. Can we get a roll call or like a uh, a survey here on how we feel about Henry Rollins? Because I hate his stupid guts.
2: Love.
0: Love. Josh votes love. Wow. <laughs>
2: um, man, I'm I'm hit or miss kind of. I. I've seen his stand-up, and it makes me want to hate him, that the stand-up is really bad. Uh, I don't really get what that's all about, but as a musician and as kind of, like, a figure of a guy who just went for it and did it, uh, I really respect him. So I'm kind of like, and I like Black Fag a little bit, so, you know.
3: Sorry? What was that? <laughs> Black, Black, Black flag. Said, said Black Fag, uh, but there is actually a band called Black Fag, who are, oh. um... And I know this because someone who is related to Beck, as in, like, Odile Beck, sure. um, I think it might have been either his mother or, like, his aunt or something, was actually a dancer for the band Black Fag.
0: Oh. Which is uh-huh. a
3: weird piece of trivia for some reason. Well, um, I'll but, have to check them out. Yeah. Um, have
0: you ever watched his IFC TV show, Austin?
3: Oh, God. It was the, it was the <laughs> he had that weird, like, blonde lady who was helping him, like, intro <laughs> Daniel Johnston and Dinosaur Jr., <laughs> and I mean, granted, he seemed earnest about the bands he brought on, but it was like uh, it was like him. Uh, that show should have been on like Fuel TV or something or Fuse, because that's right. who it seemed marketed towards. Right. And also, anybody who performs live on stage in gym shorts, I just can't get behind. <laughs> okay,
0: fashionista, easy. Stop. <laughs> that's, that's just a, a, a fine. We got the the white dude from What Not to Wear here.
1: Jim uh, shorts are great. I'm wearing some right now. Yeah,
3: but not on stage. They're utilitarian. If I were on stage, I'd be wearing them.
0: Damien Abraham does it.
3: Oh, I mean, Dave, he, his clothes come off uh, within seconds of the show starting, Hello? and I know this from experience. But the, my my point being that Damien Abraham disrobes almost immediately after the first note is played, which I can attest to <laughs> because... I rode on him piggyback style.
4: Oh. <laughs>
0: okay. <Respect>.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was the nicest dude. I love that guy.
0: He is. I agree.
3: Uh, is he still hosting that show? The Wedge? Yeah. Or whatever it was called? Yeah. Not much. Yeah, see, what, Henry Rollins is getting a TV show when every TV show should be hosted by Damien Abraham. <laughs> what, where, where's Damien Abraham's IFC TV show?
0: If that's in the States. He lives in Toronto. What's he give a fuck? Yeah, whatever. Uh, can, I, um, can, I ask, can I ask you something?
1: So, I don't know basically nothing about what post-Black Flag Henry Rollins... Should I just avoid everything he's done since then? Just don't. Just don't.
3: It's, yeah, it's just... all bad. Oh my god. <laughs> Even towards the tail end of Black Flag, he was doing like... there. Alright, there was this cool split. I think it was called Family Man. The first side was uh, a oh, very Greg yeah, Ginn-directed was... instrumental... The second side was Henry Rollins' spoken word, and that's where it started to go downhill for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is the most just self-serious, like, uh, egotistical, just the worst guy. And oh wow. Yeah, he's (laughs) like I don't know. He's just very stuck in his ways. I think, which is.
2: uh, I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah, that's a good. analysis (laughs)
3: and i think he he thinks he's done something to merit uh being like he is and i don't think he's done that i because i mean like this is probably different if my favorite black flag stuff was you know the stuff where henry rollins is vocalist but it's not really and uh i don't know i i I certainly have no warm feelings to the dude wow also he was on the show once Remember when Paul Reiser had a sitcom for, like, two weeks in, like, 2007? I Henry do, Rollins yeah. was on it for some reason. Was he? Yeah, and the the Black Flag logo appeared <laughs> in the back of Henry Rollins' neck on NBC on the Paul Reiser show. And it was the most surreal thing I've ever seen. <sighs>
0: have you watched the two Nardwar interviews with him?
3: Yeah, they're the worst. He just can't have, he can't enjoy anything. <laughs> He's always like, oh, I'm above <laughs> this interview. He's like, oh, you're playing a character. <laughs> I get what's happening here. God. Screw you, Henry Rollins. Whoa. Do you yeah.
0: have to swear Austin?
3: Yeah, I do. It's <laughs> so strong. You really
0: have to stoop that low. Mm-hmm. You have to.
3: Come on. Do you think Henry Rollins would be on the podcast?
0: Fuck yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah.
3: Probably. Uh what Henry if I told Rollins... him that he had the opportunity to make us feel bad? I think he'd probably do that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's enough
3: for me. Henry Rollins,
0: enemy of all human joy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a forty five minute segment to speak words.
3: Yeah. Uh, anyway, wrapping up, Henry Rollins is an asshole. I forgot what we were talking about. Um, oh, we were talking about what we were listening to. All right, Stephen, you were listening to those two things. Joshua, what have you been listening to?
0: Now, this is 100% true. All right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you take your left hand and make it into a fist, and then take your left thumb and stick it into the fist and squeeze really hard, your gag reflex goes away. You could stick a finger down your throat way further okay, than you normally. That's an the question What is this? Some
2: grindcore band I've never heard of that have like a, a paragraph long title. This actually, an Omar Rodriguez Lopez project. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: This is hundred percent true. A
3: hundred percent. No, I've actually heard this trick, and I have a horrible gag reflex, which is something I feel everybody who listens to this podcast should know. Yeah. And um, uh, I I've heard various tricks like such as that one, and also to continue humming. Uh, and that'll, oh. that'll get rid of your, your reflex. What are you plastic. doing that you need to suppress your reflex? All right. I'll tell you exactly you what out the hell there? it is. It doesn't work. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> doesn't... when you go to the dentist and they put that <laughs> goddamn thing in your mouth and, and they get put x-rayed. You put your penis in your mouth. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. When they're, when they're doing that, no. Um, that, that goddamn like piece of plastic they have to put in your mouth. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that thing sets me off like nothing else. I hate. Okay. Right. I don't. Why, what the hell? What, why, what are we talking about this for, Josh? What are you listening to? Thank you for that tip. But what are you listening to? <laughs> oh, if
0: right. you guys like that, you're not going to believe this. Okay. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys trying? <laughs> I
4: am. I'm trying Perfect. with a pen. I'm trying okay.
0: The pen. well Josh. You just. How's it working, it... Nick?
4: I got most of it down, but yeah, okay. I... Wait, Josh. I, 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 I my throat bends.
3: You realize no, that nothing is grosser on a podcast than listening to the sound of five people gagging. What <laughs> if what have you done?
0: Oh, None of that this is a little
3: women's me. song. This,
0: this does not <laughs> <a> <laughs> Was scene. it?
3: Yeah, it was and, a little women's song.
0: And just to, to answer Steven's question about wow, what I'm doing that I need a better gag reflex, it's having a proper internet connection where I sound like I'm in twenty thirteen, you sputtering mess. <laughs> Oh, here here comes this retort. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) Rockets are... When
3: Josh gets upset with people, he makes their internet connection. It happened with Robbie. It's happening with Steven. It'll happen to
1: you soon. First of all, that question was not posed to you. What? I was talking to Austin. Hmm.
0: We can't hear you. (laughs) Shut
1: up. Second of all, I did not know my internet connection was bad. It's not so bad.
3: It's <laughs> better than <problems>. exactly.
0: It's. <laughs> I appreciate it. Good, 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 good. Um, what I'm listening to, uh, there's a bunch of bands I like that have singles out right now. So it's not so mm-hmm. much uh, there isn't a, a specific album that I'm into right now. Besides actually Wildwater Kingdom, which I didn't like a ton initially, but I like it a lot more now. Um like the the two new Foles tracks I'm super duper playing like crazy. Um, the, the two Jim James songs, same thing. The, uh, I, I tried listening to the Christopher Owens album this week. Cause I really like all three of girls albums and it didn't really do it for me, but I've been listening to that a bunch to trying to get her going and then, uh, trying to make myself gag.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's weird that it's w- Yeah. It's weird that that you didn't like that Christopher Owens album because it is essentially a girls album. Because from what yeah. I hear, girls is just Christopher Owens and like four meat robots who play bass and drums and guitar. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it, that guy seems it should be. It should be better. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not trying to say that it was because he left Girls or anything. It might just be that, um. Perhaps there was something about being even accountable to other band members, having music that was playable, because now he has, you know, each song is 16 tracks deep of a bunch of different instruments, and these aren't things that would be easy to recreate live. So I wonder if just one guy put into a studio fucking around with no uh, uh, nobody to have to play to be accountable for, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. That- that's that's interesting because those girl albums
3: for the most part were like super like minimal like there was like bass drums guitar and there was a piano in there so some, sometimes yeah and it's like broken like a fifties rock vibe to them
0: yeah broken dream club a little bit more instrumentation but definitely like father son holy ghost like just pretty stellar 60s style rock and roll and uh, not so much now yeah
3: th- those are like he I, I those albums I like him enough. But he has an actor writing, like, the catchiest songs ever.
0: Oh, he's man. He's very, very good at that. Yeah, he's, he's a master at, like, pop song structure. He's got mm-hmm. her down. Move on, though. I got nothing interesting to say about this. Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, Ricardo, what you been listening to this week?
2: Uh, Let's see. Uh, this week... Um, Man. Well, we'll start with an album, I guess. I mean, I'm more about the albums, but uh i yeah i i don't know it's kind of weird i didn't really get into the new swans album when it came out i was like a real late bloomer with that uh so i've been listening to the seer for the last month two months pretty consistently uh there's not much to say about that besides it's just brutal and i love it um yeah uh i have uh oh i got a split I have a split cassette tape uh, from a couple Brooklyn bands, uh, one being Celestial Shore and the other being this band called Shopping Spree. Uh, I just have a favorite cassette label uh, called Prison Art, and they put that out. It's really cool. A lot of um, kind of like absurd noisescapes, but uh, really nice melodic singing going on. Um, it's kind of like absurd pop is kind of what I would peg it as. And I've been really into that. And then I've been getting into the band Daughters. Ooh, uh, oh, that's
3: yeah, a band band.
2: Yeah. Canada songs and Hell songs. I just, I'm on a real heavy, noisy kick. Um, Celestial Shore and the other band kind of feel like the weird kick. But Daughters has been great. Uh, and, uh, oh, it's, uh, gosh, we're talking about new singles. I have, I, uh. Haven't really been into a lot of the stuff that I've heard the first couple weeks of the year. I think a lot of people usually try to strategize, put out like a hot single right away. And I've kind of been like ho-hum so far. But I do really like the um, first single from that new Blue Hawaii record uh, from a side project of the singer from Braids. Uh, I was into that. That's pretty much been it.
3: Is Blue Hawaii the quote unquote 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 chill wave band?
2: Uh yeah, if you wanna call it that, I mean I don't I don't know. I I caught their first uh EP, which is pretty nice, but it's kind of like been sitting in my iTunes with like three plays. I've just kind of been I don't know, waiting for the new Braids album and this new album and it sounds like a pretty big uh step up in my opinion. It's kinda of, it kinda of went from chill more chill waviness to kind of like a uh, sounds a little bit like purity ring but just with like a much much stronger vocalist that being uh the braids girl so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm a fan
3: that braids album native speaker i think was that last year or the year before because i really liked that
2: that i think was the very beginning of 2011 i want to say like january 2011 that
3: was one of my favorites so i remember that being really high on my list yeah
2: yeah same with no. me. Uh, did I,
3: it, did Braids release a new single recently? Did I hear something about that?
2: No, but the thing with uh, them and Blue Hawaii, like you know, it's the same lead singer. Um, I think Blue Hawaii is the the singer and her boyfriend, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really read too much into it, but it's they're just a duo. And then Braids, they're both putting out new albums, uh, like within the next couple months so they're doing the album cycle for Blue Hawaii and then I think all the Braid stuff will come out maybe if I had to guess maybe March April May-ish I don't know I'm pumped for it either way
3: yeah I'll, no, I'll definitely know. check
2: it out yeah should be cool
3: yeah, um, yeah this is this. I've I probably mentioned this on the podcast before but um, I'm interested in the resurgence of tapes as a format yeah 'cause it's it's like it's a very like it's a thing that's happening and I never thought it would. But um I guess here here it is. Like the vinyl resurgence came and then the tape resurgence and I guess it's becoming cyclical, who knows? But uh there's a like a lot of bands I really like, particularly like a lot of sort of band camp artists that do release their stuff on cassette. And I guess it's because it's cheaper than printing up CDs, maybe.
2: But oh, much uh much cheaper. Much yeah. cheaper.
3: In fact, you released a cassette, did you not?
2: Yeah, that's that's what we did. Um, yeah. my band, we were, it, it was weird. Uh, the the girl who runs our little kind of self-run record label, uh, was thinking that we would try and do it on a uh, on vinyl, make a seven inch or something, and it, it was just going to be way too much money. Like, you know, we weren't look at least for any DIY band, it's more of like a a strategy thing. It's you know, we're not going to try and spend two grand on you know printing up whatever it is, 300, 500 copies of a 7-inch or whatever, when we can do the same thing on cassette for, you know, whatever, 500 bucks, it's mm-hmm. it's literally, I think I've looked into it, and for let's say you're pressing whatever, uh, let's give it an even number of like 200, you know, you're like a band who's going to tour a little bit, uh cell tapes or whatever or whatever to all your friends and you know just try and like do a nice release. It's probably something like a third as cheap to do a cassette than it is to do a CD or a vinyl. It's tremendously cheaper. Yeah. So
3: yeah. Can I make I a have suggestion? Another, another um, reason.
0: Oh no, go ahead, Austin.
3: Um just if you want to get ahead of the um uh recursive technology game, might I recommend floppy disks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just crunch, crunch that, imp- crunch that MP3 down to eight kilobits per second, yeah. it on a floppy disk, just throw them at people. I don't know, they're cheap. A, idea.
4: Yeah. a lot of vaporwave artists are actually doing um, floppy
3: disks, and I- I'm serious. You're oh, shitting me right now. Wow, those things are like no. a megabyte.
4: Yeah, they're like they they they're, they're doing um, floppy disks.
3: Okay, oh this gosh. is what this podcast becomes. This podcast is now my uh, weekly update of vaporwave news from either you (laughs) or Steve. And uh, so, what's been going on in the vaporwave scene since I've been away?
4: I well, look, I I haven't really been checking up on it that much, but um, yeah, it's it's just stuff stuff just been happening, and um,
3: it seems like there's a like a lack of interest from a lot of people i think has the like the hotness of vaporwave sort of passed
4: no i i wouldn't say so um because it, it if it's
3: it's it... passed
4: then it wouldn't be v vapor it
1: would
4: just be water one. yeah just just yeah um but it's the, the, this 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 seems to be just it, it just it just seems to be paring along in its own little thing. It it doesn't seem to be exploding like Chillwave was, where every media outlet was covering Chillwave. Um, Vaporwave just kind of seems to be going on its own little pace, and only two record labels, which I can really tell, are really doing anything with it. Um, beer,
3: on, beer on the rug and
4: a something. It starts with it starts with a I know, um well, I forget the band name. Yeah. It, uh, the band. yeah.
3: You know what you know what's been happening to me lately since I did listen to a lot of Vaporwave just in one sitting, you know, just like and sort of shotgunning it? Is that whenever I, I uh like hear something like that, I always think like who's playing Vaporwave? And then it's actually <laughs> like like a commercial or something. <laughs> Playing it's it's actually, playing it Vaporwave? actually tricks me. Uh, there are Vaporwave fans at my school, man. I, I It snuck up on me. Cause, uh, really? I run this little music appreciation club, which is just as bullshit as it sounds. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, we just like everyone comes up, you play a song, and this guy said, this is this band called Best Music from Japan. And... Um, uh, it was like, the, literally just, it, the album was called Music for Supermarkets, and as far as I can tell, there are only two tracks of it up on the internet, and you have to buy it from Amazon.jp if you want to get it, um, but it is like, total, just like, like Vaporwave before Vaporwave. Like, it's what Vaporwave is based on. It's very weird, but I've made it my mission to get a hold of this.
4: The fuck? Go for it, man. It's pro- it's, it's, it pro- it's probably what they're using to sample. Yeah.
3: Or- Anyway, did but, you mention Vectroid has been making music on her own, correct? Outside of the aliases of her vaporwave projects or whatever.
4: Well, Vectroid just making music on by by self, yeah.
3: Yeah, that one track that you posted, I actually liked a lot. Did you did you call that your track of the year? I believe.
4: So if, well, so far, but I, I I recently um been started listening to um the new Ducktales album, which actually this this, this can segue nicely into my um. Excellent. Um listening to the new DuckTales album, which features members of, um, I think it's Real Estate. Um, I have not really listened to Real Estate, but I'm digging the hell out of this DuckTales album. Um, It's...
2: What? what? Um, Sorry.
4: (laughs) sorry, Yeah, um, I I really like it, and um, there's probably a a few songs on the album which I could probably call... um, Well, one song in particular, which I could call my song of the year so far. Well, song of the month, because January's not even out. (laughs) Um, But besides that, I'm also listening to the new Unknown Model Orchestra album. Um, Really liking that. Um, The new Grouper. um, Did she she,
3: she drop an album?
4: um, She's going to be doing... uh, She's going to be... It's like stuff that's that was recorded around the time of Dragging a Dead Deer Up a Hill, and Dragging a Dead Deer Up a Hill is going to be re-released on vinyl and um, CD um, re-released. Um, and, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be coincide release. It's like just an album of new material recorded around that time, but it, it, it's, it sounds just as good, and um, it, it, it's, it's maybe a little... There, there are almost songs which sound exactly like Songs from Dragon, You Did the Upper Hill, but it's still pretty good.
3: Yeah, I love that album a lot. I'll have to check that out when it comes out.
4: Yeah, um, and besides those three releases, not really much else. Um, that's essentially my listening for 2013 so far.
3: <laughs> I have, I have been listening to almost zero music this year,
4: and yeah. I feel guilty.
2: Yeah, I um, don't. I feel similarly. I I don't know. I feel like I've been out of the loop with music news and all that. I I don't know what. It, maybe the end of the world was the end of me caring about the blogosphere. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But yeah, I've kind of just been sticking by what I know and kind of what I know is going to come out just from, I don't know, uh, certain media outlets. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. What do you think? I don't know.
3: Now I was I was actively following uh Ricardo last year at your contest with yourself to listen to the least amount of albums as possible
2: <laughs> and it was very
3: impressive how little music you listened to in 2012. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I uh there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean the the mo- the most I, I I make excuses for it, but the main reason was I my computer has kind of been on the fritz like for the last 9 months and <laughs> well, uh it's pregnant. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. My computer, my car, which is recently kind of destroyed, but that's another different story. Uh, my, yeah, so my my computer. I've kind of been using it to, uh, you know, record stuff and make some music. And I ha- I've been really um, strict about putting new stuff onto it, like uh, only albums that I really want to get. Like no more like uh, downloading movies or porn or crap like that. That's gonna like ruin it. Like <laughs> nothing ridiculous. So I kinda just really filtered and kinda really tried to listen to only what was essential last year. I don't know. I think I probably listened to maybe like fifteen albums, where the year before it was more something like fifty or sixty, which was the secondary problem. I was just like just way too obsessed with it and it was good to cut back. So mm-hmm. yeah. Up it until was good. a year
0: ago. Up until a year ago, you were still downloading porn?
2: <laughs> no, no. No, I'm no, not at all. I enough. was gonna say they have streams websites, we have really my man.
3: We all use magazines, right? Yeah. Uh, right? That we
1: find in the woods.
3: Analog, I'm
2: yeah. Gonna, because that's a thing.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to say tblop.com. Okay.
2: TBLOP?
0: You guys can take that one walking away.
2: All right. Fair enough.
3: Fair enough. Hey, right. yeah. Porn
0: sites and not gagging. Yeah. <laughs> is Steven still here?
3: Steven's here. He just made a witty remark.
0: Ah, good one. Steven, what's your favorite <laughs> Steven, what's your favorite
1: food? <laughs> oh shit. Um, I like this. peanut butter. I like peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, that's nice. Exotic. Yeah, I my my <laughs> AP- I eat every day.
3: Yeah. No, it's a quality food. My APUS history teacher, um, Coach Thomas we call him, uh is very fat. Like almost <laughs> almost almost like almost like too morbid obesity, I think. But How is
0: that?
3: For like that meal a day, a uh, for one meal a day, he literally just eats a jar of peanut butter. It's one Man. of the most disturbing <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> things. Yeah, what no, I know. It's on, on bread. bread. I'm not an animal. I'm, you know, he uh, it is not long for this earth. I think. Uh oh. It's, I think he's really just like living it up, hedonism style. I guess maybe it's <laughs> gonna end, but is yeah. Is
0: like a jar of peanut butter
2: living it up? <laughs>
3: Just to some people, maybe to this, this guy. guy.
2: Yeah, for Elvis it was. Yes. It's uh, Elvis. Yeah. You can say that again. Shit. I also, also, like also heroin. heroin.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> evolution. What is seven point nine? <laughs> hey now. <laughs> um. Ah. Uh,
3: I'm. I, I. 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 We make this joke, but I'm totally gonna do college radio, and I'm probably gonna be terrible at it when I go to college. I'm looking oh. forward to it very much. Practice yeah yeah this
0: is great practice austin austin you gotta come stay up here in vancouver for a little while i think so
3: too i'm getting sick of the states
0: it's uh it's a fabulous city they will find you somewhere there's lots of people hosting shows and podcasts there's a lot of radio a lot of live music you'd have you can stay up here with me for free you'd have a, a hell of a time
3: oh uh, this is maybe like a like a like a pre-college post high school like Year around Europe, I could just do like the take around with Josh in Vancouver for a year thing. That sounds cool. Oh, man. Yo, you,
0: you'd have a lot of fun. You'd have a lot of fun.
3: <laughs> hanging out with Michael Sarah
2: every night. <laughs> that's
4: what. It, that's exactly <laughs> that's
2: what they do. Starting fist fights on stage. Michael Sarah and a... Japan droids. That's it every day. Yeah, oh. lots of beer.
0: If we, if that's you know what, that's about right. Uh, <laughs> but it's more hanging out with James Darcy and I than uh, than Michael Sarah. And, oh uh, Christ, James.
3: He, Hey, hey, Steven! You, have you listened to the like the I've backlog listened to of
0: the, the the fabled James cast? Yes.
3: Oh man, that guy's a goddamn powerhouse. I need I need <laughs> to with James somewhere in the future.
0: Yeah, he's he's one of a kind, man. He's the best. But uh, yeah, you'd have a nice time. My girlfriend's got lots of friends, and uh, oh, you'd have a time.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. yep. Okay, <laughs> so what do we have we have we have a time. Uh, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. We have that creepy URL you listed, and we yes. have, uh, hold your thumb to make yourself not gag. I'm, uh, guys, I'm rating this the creepiest episode we've ever recorded.
0: <laughs> wow, hang on a sec. That's, uh, I'm just cause, so just cause Steven's here doesn't mean it's that That's creepy. I, I burn. made that joke. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, he's only one guy.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm coming up
1: with making fun of myself before he can even do it.
3: Yeah. You're wow. like
0: Eminem. You're so good.
1: Yeah, that guy, man.
3: <laughs> I love the dynamic, the chemistry between you two. I have a theory, Josh, and that theory is that for the first episode you were on with someone, they hate you, and you hate them, and then everything gets solved by the end of the cast, and then you become <laughs> best friends.
0: I uh, I think Robbie was just won over by the the way I described his morning last time. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Him, he respected that, and now I think that's why we're cool. Yeah. But uh, Robbie took it a step further. Robbie went onto my Facebook and started making fun of me based on. Robbie was very clever. He got on there Oof. and attacked uh, my personal life, and he's. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Man, that's gotten deep.
0: Oh, don't. Well, believe you I me, see Robbie. like the Harry Potter series of films. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not only do I, but. Uh, no, uh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with Robbie. He's he'll come out and he'll do God knows what and be ugly. <laughs> Shoey, there's the guy I'm actually scared of. Uh,
3: yeah, oh, yeah. Shoey. Uh, we should we should say a quick hello to Shoey because I believe he's ill with bronchitis, and we wish him the best.
2: Oh, we wish dang. him a speedy recovery. Get better, shoes. Mm-hmm. Get
3: well soon, love. All of us. Hal, ah. I
1: hope you feel better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you've been on. You've been on. You, uh, Shuey's on the Fable James cast, I believe. You, you've had interactions with Shuey. Why? Why the terror? Why the? Uh, why the fear?
0: Oh, listen. I I just think uh, Austin. Who who was here at the start of the forum that's still around?
3: Um, me, Shue, uh, Nick. Were you? I was uh, there from uh, the start.
4: Uh, yeah, but Mesa, uh, Ricardo yeah, was. Else. Yeah, yeah. I think I joined at like the end of 2010.
0: Okay, and then and then solitude too, I think.
4: Yeah.
0: Now I feel like I'm pretty chummy with all of you for for the most part, yeah. except for fucking Shui, who uh, <laughs> I I, I, I talked to him on Twitter. I tried on the forum. No closeness. No reciprocal companionship. Um, oh, he's. I, I want once uh, my band was was going to Buffalo, and I said, uh, "Hey," if this is like three months removed. I was like, "I'm gonna be in Buffalo in April," and he's like. Oh, I'm really busy. <laughs> like yeah, I can, I think my work schedule's really busy, or something like that. <laughs>
3: uh, oh man, there's no way I would have patched up, uh, patched up a, a performance from Josh. That's he. That's an opportunity of a
2: lifetime.
0: No, I I wanted to come hang out with him. Fuck going yeah. to the show. I Was like hey. Uh. Hang- We'll get dinner or something. He was like, oh, my work schedule's very busy. This is months in advance, by the
2: way. I will Almost. I will vouch for him. He does talk about having a very busy schedule very often.
4: Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah. on the same token, I'm very jealous of Evan for having met him. That is very, very nice. I believe it was after Titus Andronicus a couple weeks ago, a month yeah. ago. Well, but, I mean, do any of us know what he looks like? No, nobody does. one. Evan knows. That's great. I, I want to go back to the city to hang out with Evan now to talk about this and be like, hey, man, what's up? Is he like Bigfoot? Like, (laughs) what's up? The only the only other
3: podcast is Ricardo and uh, Evan have met up before, I believe twice.
2: Uh, No, it was just the once I tried to hang out with him again, but he was doing other things. It was that it was after Death Grips. Oh,
3: right, 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 right,
2: yeah. I I always think that Robbie and Danny just hang out on the regular, but I guess they're really far apart in California. I don't know. Yeah, It's not not true. Me and Steven are both alone and not
3: at all near major, you know, metropolises. Yeah. Yeah, what about me? God damn it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're on another continent. Yeah, you're on another plane of existence,
0: dude. (laughs)
3: Australia really is another plane of existence.
0: Although there's a guy on the forum now, I forget his name, but he lives in Coquitlam, which is pretty close to me, so I might say uh, see what's going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and
3: for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we all know each other from uh, the Needle Drops message board, which we're all a uh, a part of. You know, this is weird, and I feel okay talking about this because literally no one listens to the podcast. But Anthony set up Anthony Fantano. Report set up this message board and we all went on it and then he never ever came again except once <laughs> to fix it and then occasionally very occasionally to say hello and it's weird cuz he's paying for the bandwidth and domain name yeah it's, it's very odd that he's uh, uh that he's still letting us just hang out there it's nice he never of him, even links of him. yeah yeah he d- he not a link into it, it on the site which is probably good because bad things happen whenever he does yeah but, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. The we always get a neutral yeah I, you know, the purge probably listens to this podcast. I had a conversation with the dude one time, and he seems nice enough. He's just bored, I think. But he has been here very since the inception of it. I think maybe since day one. I'm not even sure.
0: Hey purge, so are listening, out. Go fuck yourself. Ah, oh, wait. No, no. Shout out to the purge go
3: listening. Fuck I don't. You are.
0: Yourself. Go, but, go uh, bend over in front of a mirror. Stick. Make a fist with your left hand. <laughs> stick your thumb in it. <laughs> Then fuck yourself, because I saw so much Goatsy. I, 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 am trying to go on my favorite forum on the goddamn internet. And that cocksucker. He. Oh, new, new movie thread. I want to see what people thought of Batman. Asshole.
2: Like.
0: I, fuck your parents. Don't die. I. Oh my god, what nonsense that was. There's no way he listens to this. But if if, if you are, if you are, I I, I respect you. Go purge yourself. Oh, dang. oh
4: way, Go man. this come yourself.
2: full? Does this all come full circle with gagging? What what what's this all about? <laughs> uh, what the
3: hell? This podcast really went off track. I, I, Sorry, I love it. But, yeah. About...
0: I feel like you guys say that every time I'm on one.
3: Yeah, I, I, it, I no no doubt it does tend to happen, but I, it's not at all your fault, Josh. I think
0: well. it's your fault. I lost two and a half pounds this week, so I'm a, a faster, nice. svelter. Uh, tell your friends, I'm back uh, <laughs> the vengeance. We're getting to 205, baby.
2: Nice. Woo! Congrats, bud. That's
0: good. The, the goal right now is to get to overweight. So, my roommate Darcy, when I come home from the swimming or if I go to the gym, he'll go, overweight, overweight. <laughs> uh, I'm six feet tall and I weigh 227 right now. And uh, according to the Canadian Health Guide, that's uh, that's obese stage one.
3: <laughs> that's not oh, obese.
0: Come
3: so on. the
0: so the game is now to get to overweight, which is two oh eight pounds. So uh, overweight, overweight, overweight. We're gonna get there.
3: <sighs> okay. Um, that a great goal. Yeah, that was, that was that was it. Pumped us up. It's like it's like I'm watching Rocky in podcast form. It's great. <laughs> Uh what, what what were you all your all's uh New Year's resolutions? 'Cause we are we are nearing the end of the first month of the new year. This seems like something we can talk about
2: to fill time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um what about you, I Ricardo? I don't do formal resolutions really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I always try and think of something I want to change. Like last year I wanted to play a lot more shows. So then I did and it was just kind of what it was and this year I want to read more because I realized I only read one book last year and that's just damn disgusting. So definitely want to read a, bu- a book a month. So I haven't read anything yet though.
0: <laughs> you know what, Ricardo? I, uh, I'll i throw it on the forum. I, I read something the other day about all the things reading does for like your attention span and your creativity and it really encouraged me to get more into books And I just – and I never read and I just finished this really good book and uh, I'll link you the article and if you want to read the book too, um, if that will help.
2: Oh, that sounds fantastic. I love that, dude. Thank you. You
3: guys, I actually had a sub resolution that was exactly the same. I wanted to read more books and I started reading books and I'm feeling great. Now, here's the thing about me. I read just because I had it around this Saul Bellow novel. It was his first one called The Dangling Man, which is okay, Um, But – Here's the thing about me that I've talked about in this podcast constantly and that is the fact that whenever I do something new listening to a new genre what have you I have to start at chronologically the beginning and it's the same with books I want to start oh. at the very beginning uh, so I've yeah. I'm you know looking for a copy of like I don't know, like the Socratic dialogues or something I want to do like a bunch of like pre 1700s books and then like a bunch of oh. 1700s books like you know like Tristram shandy and you know, what have you, and then just right. work my way through the, the chronology to get a decent understanding of literature, which is going to take, like, 20 years or whatever, but you I don't
1: realize you don't need to do. I don't? It's not like the same book. It's not like if you don't read them all.
3: No, no, I, I know that. that is a, no, but see, it's the same thing with listening to the discography of your favorite artists in order. You get to see right. how it evolves, you know, literature as an art form. And I like that.
0: Yeah, I see where you're coming from for sure, man.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Tell us about Lost Poets.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Because we haven't started talking about what um, uh, what I have listened to. All right, what I listened to today, and I was talking with Steven about it, is the first album, um, by the the group. I don't, they're not really a band, but the group called the Lost Poets. Now, does anybody know the Lost Poets? No, no, sir. The Lost Poets were a group of uh, poets, of course, who were sort of associated with the Black Nationalism movement in the early '70s, and um, you know were you know sort of revolutionaries for you know social justice, like the Black Nationalists are, and uh, they would recite their poems over uh, drums, uh, like sort of African type uh, drums and rhythms. And it was very much an early predecessor of hip-hop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much. And um, the thing is about uh, The Last Poets is that they really, really like to use the N-word a lot. Uh Which I'm okay with them doing. But me listening with that in my headphones is, like, mad uncomfortable.
1: And... It, yeah, and by a like, lot. It's like literally every second.
3: Yeah, it's no joke. Like literally every other word. I I sh- sh- so distracted. Steven. it's like so, like they they chant the n word in the background in one of yeah. the songs. Not even oh, kidding. Okay, which is yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's funny, but if if, if it's, where are like, you from
0: again? Like,
3: they're from New York. Uh, they were in the late seventies. early 70s and one of them i believe is the father of earl sweatshirt if i'm not mistaken
2: oh Oh, yeah damn straight yeah that's funny
3: cool yeah and um but here's the thing about uh the last poets is that they did not like the jews not a fan of the jews because apparently uh, a lot of jewish people own slums in new york uh, where the conditions were very bad and the rent was sort of you know uh, trying to you know squeeze every last bit of money they could out of the 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 black population of New York and yeah, so there's a little there's a, a slight bit of anti-Semitism in it which made me yet more uncomfortable and yeah. uh, I finished the album I'm proud to say, but uh, yeah, it's it's it, w- it was a cool album, very sort of historically significant. And uh, listen to it if you get a chance. Not around your black friends.
2: Sure, sure. Do they have a SoundCloud? Like, what's up? I think they're all dead. But, yeah. Oh, damn.
3: You know what's funny? Is that Giorgio Moroder actually has a SoundCloud page. And that is the best thing in the world to me. Wow. Uh, What else have I been listening to? Um, I was taking a practice SAT and I listened to Stars of the Lid. Which, if you've listened to Stars of the Lid, is like the best practice SAT taking music there is. It's very oh. drone based, very ambient, very very slow, and I recommend it if you haven't. There's an album called um, uh, oh, what's it called? I forget. Like stars, the sound the, the sounds of Stars of the Lid or something like that. Stars Five, of the Lid.
1: That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. They should put that on the album cover. Just mm-hmm. quote Austin Curley, the best SAT taking music. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think, I think that's that'll sell yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, what else uh, that new Shlemo track came out and I was a fan of it um, and I went back and listened to his album uh, that came out a year before last I think and I was a big fan of that album when it came out very much looking forward to a new album from him and uh, this is a, this is an album that both me and Steven are noted fans of which is Bath Cerulean oh yeah. me too Oh Josh, yes, Josh has actually yeah. had some doings with Bath. I believe you did yeah. an interview with the man.
0: That's true.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. a super nice guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Cool. Uh huh. He uh he was very he was nothing but sweet and um, yeah he was I was but I'm a cerulean I I really like, and him and him and uh he comes here to Vancouver quite a bit because him and Teen Days are close-ish and similar. Their their sounds go together well enough, so they play a lot of shows together, so it's it's very cool. Big fan. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, um I uh, and I guess Steven said you've heard talk of a new Baths album, which I desperately want. Because yeah. while it is very good, you can only listen to Cerulean a couple hundred
2: times. Yeah, apparently yeah. he has he has a whole band now. Oh really? Yeah. There was a write up on the fork about it. Yeah. Unfortunately <laughs> I read it. Yeah.
0: Uh did you guys see that cover of uh, "All My Friends" by LCD Sound System? The really stripped down version he did for the AV Club.
2: No, I didn't. Oh,
0: oh that's, that's really weird. great. It's really cool.
3: Have you Have any of you heard the John Cale version of "All My Friends"?
0: Yeah, I love that too.
3: Yeah, it's very good. I recommend. That was John. The, oh.
0: That was the B side to one of their vinyls. I can't remember which.
3: Really. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. What a Baths cerulean. Uh, Black Moth, Super Rainbow. Uh, That's about what I've been listening to. Like I said, not much music lately. But, uh, I don't know. Listen to that last Poets album today. Maybe I'll try to kick it into gear. Oh, and Cornelius, who I know uh, Nick is a huge fan of, uh, who I just listen to constantly. He's like my go-to whenever I need something to listen to. Huge fan. Cornelius and his first band, Flippers Guitar, who are like sort of a 60s pop style... Uh, shibuya K band who i also recommend if you want some like super sugary sweet japanese pop I don't the,
4: but I don't it. like that yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> who's doing that i can't even tell that's josh okay, okay what <laughs> oh okay wow we, we had hatsune miko on our podcast for a second she disappeared <laughs> Oh, oh um, okay. Oh yeah. dang. I wish I
0: could I ask her. Know a in like that, Austin? That's funny that you know her name.
3: Her name? You say it like it's a real thing. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, wow, this is getting like.
2: Great podcast. Uh... You seen how the sausage is made here, Steve? All these stuff. Yeah. Sweetie it's, and Shaq.
0: Thank God no one listens to this.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: been, do you yeah. see how many downloads this gets?
3: Uh, I, I have no way of tracking that because I do not upload it through Libsyn, and iTunes apparently refuses to give out that information. So, yeah. Oh.
0: oh. I, uh, I'll tweet about one of them. One of uh, The next one I'm <clears throat> on will be a little bit less of a dumbass. I'll tweet about it.
3: <laughs> oh, come on. Um, there's no way you're going to be on this podcast and be less of a dumbass. <laughs>
0: now are you suggesting that I am a dumbass or that when I get on this podcast it is innate that I will be the dumbest ass
3: it is a given it is a given fact that you will behave in the manner of a dumbass while (laughs) this podcast
0: Now, now why do you think that is
3: I don't know. What is it? Something in the air? I don't know. Is it the lighting in your house? I can't say for sure, but it's something, and it's never been. I've never it's, been proven it's wrong. Moose
0: pheromones. <laughs> yeah, it's now, the moose,
3: it's the moose pheromones. Oh, good one. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. What what role do you think different people fill on this podcast then?
3: Well, I mean, Josh is. Uh, you are the Cosmo Kramer of this podcast, if ever there was one.
4: <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> what oh. What, I like to think that my stories are a little more linear and maybe uh, a little bit in keeping with what we're talking about. Oh, totally! But
3: you you have the absolutely the wacky neighbor sensibility. I think.
0: Oh wow, that's that's something.
3: Because, like, you know, you're not on all the time. Uh, Your episodes are, you know, uh, spaced in between. You don't come on on every episode, but when you do, it's it's like it's like a special little treat. I like it, and it's always, of course, very very wacky. Okay, good.
0: That's that's good.
3: Uh, Nick, I think, is maybe like the racist uncle. <laughs> yeah.
2: He, he, you're like Ar- the Archie Bunker. I not an Archie Bunker. Yeah. Oh, he
4: agreed with it. He's just
2: like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the, he, he's uh, the uh, drunkle.
4: No. The drunk uncle. He's totally
2: <laughs> racist. the drunkle.
4: Nick,
2: the you're the a drun- total
4: I'm, drunkle. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not. No. <laughs> My point, exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's a racist. He's drunk You're the drunk uncle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't hey, have a... uh, <laughs> look, look, I don't cry afterwards. <laughs>
0: that no. wasn't the sound of you crying. That was you eating the vomit that you'd just thrown out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus, all right. Yeah,
4: <laughs> now that's pretty
0: accurate. <laughs> that's <laughs> accurate. That does sound familiar, right? <laughs> that does, sound, yeah. Austin White besides, America on the podcast most. Say again? Besides you, who's on the podcast most?
3: Uh, I, I'd say uh, probably Nick. He's been on quite a bit. It was Alex for a while, who was the the co-founding member of it with me. We were the first two to say, you know, go for it. Yeah. But um, uh, he's, of course, uh, lost to the ages now. And, uh, oh, who else is like on the
0: list? Rest in peace. I, I,
3: I believe Steve usually fills in as host when I'm gone.
0: You know, I Robbie's I would think I was board. the only person who wasn't sad when Wolf's Blood left. Really? He couldn't have been a bigger jerk off to me. No, he he was a huge jerk off. That's
3: part of his appeal. <laughs> oh, that doesn't make any sense. He he's he's, it's, he's endearing through his assholery.
0: Right. So by being such a motherfucker, there is a uh, an endearment found in that.
3: Yeah, it's totally. Um, uh, for for <laughs> List, this is the most esoteric reference literally possible anywhere and that is on this message board we go to there was a guy named wolf's blood and he was like this sort of dicky metal purist like uh he will on what is what is death doom and what is black doom he's that kind of guy and um <laughs> uh we he was just kind of a, a, a like you said a jerk off and we, we sort of poke fun at him and then he just left like unceremoniously and just totally left. And he became like this object of fascination with all of us. And, uh, you know, there's still remnants of him left in the forum to this day. And uh, I found him once on YouTube where he uploaded his hilarious ritual ambient pieces, which I really recommend all of you check out. Maybe I'll put oh, you one. you got a link
1: to this. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll put one maybe at the end of the podcast. Um, I wish and, I was there for that yeah, he's uh, he's real uh, into Satan. He really likes Satan.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll
3: then we'll get along. <laughs> yeah. Right. And um, uh, okay. So I'm on this. I'm I'm on this. His ritual ambient piece called Ritual. Um, uh, I am the only comment in which I say I miss you. Come back to the Needle Drop forums. And he <laughs> replied, "No. This is the only interaction I've had with this man since his unceremonious." <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> He said, Damn. <laughs> no.
3: uh, but um, th- this this song he uploaded called Ritual. All
1: um, the politicians will look up and shout, "Come back to the news forums," <laughs> and I will look down and whisper, "No."
4: <laughs>
2: exactly. But um. Yeah. He, His next I, song was titled "I Will Never Return." Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this song,
3: this song, Ritual, he uploaded, um, uploaded January fourteenth, two thousand and eleven. The description of this video is as follows. All right, listen. This performance, sounds, words, and image is dedicated to Satan.
2: (laughs) He's the worst.
3: He is the best. That is the
2: worst. (laughs) Oh, man, he's so
3: middle of the road. I desperately (laughs) want to get him on this podcast. Oh,
0: If you you get him on, I want to be on
3: oh man that guy was he was really he was a powerhouse not in quite the way that that james is but still uh a a looming figure nonetheless in the you know the history of this podcast
0: i want a podcast with wolf's blood versus james and i austin mediates
3: yeah Yeah, totally totally (laughs) because it's like the ultimate you've got the ultimate positive versus the ultimate negative it's like jacob versus the man in black and lost
0: thank you yeah yeah Yeah. he's He's telling me I'm a faggot and to hail Satan, and I'm telling him to, to love himself. And uh, let's do it. Get him on. Steven, what are you best at? Uh, um, I'm
1: Not many things.
0: Well, even only one thing. Best.
1: Best? Uh,
0: I don't know. Well, this will be an easy contest then. Yeah. Wow,
2: now, what about you Ricardo? What are you best at um what am i best at um so are we are we talking like talents like just any
3: anything talents uh knowledges you have you know like uh areas of expertise oh
2: god wow i I'm just really good at a lot of i'm I'm one of those people who's not really great at anything. I think I'm good at like 14 things, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Shit, what am I best at? This is this is pretty deep for me, bro. Um, I feel
0: like I feel like you're a lover.
2: Lover? Yeah, I'm. I'm a loyal. I'm a loyal human. You know.
4: Yeah.
2: Like for sure.
4: That's a good think, trait.
2: You know that, Josh? That's what I'm. That's what I'm best at. I'm a really good lover. Fuck that. That's what I. Hey, that's what I'm best yeah. at. Yeah. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah. Nice.
2: Thanks for guiding my consciousness. That was that was beautiful.
0: I wanna yeah. know Austin so bad. Austin, what are you best at?
2: Me? Uh maybe we talk I don't know.
3: I'm really good at think at just um I don't know, what am I best at? You know what I'm okay at? I think is um
0: <laughs> No, right that e- isn't the question. Okay,
3: fine. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: okay at this.
3: Uh, damn, what am I best at? Riding bikes. No, I was never very good at bike. <laughs> I tore up my leg real bad one time. Um, oh no! Yeah.
0: What about remembering information?
3: Yeah, I am a repository for useless knowledge. I think that's my that's what I was put on this earth to do. Like, uh, you know, who produced that one weird Power Violence album from you know nineteen ninety three? It was this guy who worked with this guy. I'm good at that kind of thing. Henry and, Rollins. Yeah, I just like yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, no, you know what it is. I am the best at ranting about shit I don't like on podcasts.
0: Wow, you other the people right do place. it;
3: I do it the best.
0: Here you go. How about you, Nick? What are you best at?
4: What am I best at? Uh, yeah. Oh, um. Well,
1: uh, he's pretty good at lassoing kangaroos. Oh,
4: N- no, actually, uh, no, no, um. It's- I'm re- I, I I. I don't think I'm hugely good at, th- at 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 most things that I do, but I I, I, I do seem to retain Simpsons knowledge. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, in
3: um, much the way that Nick uh, is like Arthur Dent. Arthur Dent. Yes. Why is that? Oh wait, from Bucky Dent.
1: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Never mind. That's
3: it. That's it. No, it was a no. loose. I I know three. I know I know Arthur Dent from Hitchhiker's Guide. I know Bucky Dent from Get Fuzzy. I guess, and yeah. I know Harvey Dent from and I know Harvey Dent from the Dark Knight. Batman. Yeah. Uh, I was confused as to which it was. I knew it wasn't the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is not a cat. This is a fact that we know about Nick. Kitty. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about what about you, Joshua? Yeah. No, you you have these questions that you come on with. Nobody ever turns them around on you. What are you Joshua best at?
0: Rocking out. Joshua best.
3: You are you are quite good at rocking out. Now I I've Again, heard your music. I've never seen footage of your concerts, which I, I do I do want to see, but I i, there's I some that, on
0: YouTube.
3: I would imagine you're quite good at rocking out.
0: I uh but more than more than just on stage, but like going out and Hitting the booze with my friends and yeah, having a as, good time.
3: Just as personal philosophy, rock out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm also, I'm good at making people feel comfortable.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, that is, that yeah. is very, very true. Because, uh, you, uh, you always ease, the, you know, lighten the mood of this podcast.
0: Unless you're Stephen or Robbie. Right.
3: Right. Now Stephen will come around to you.
1: I'm really uncomfortable.
0: I'm shifting in my seat. <laughs> you sound like so you're yeah, well, to, I don't to, want
1: you to. Be... It's like
3: there's a tiger in the room.
0: <laughs> I don't want you to be uncomfortable, Stephen. That's why I asked I was, what you were I was best mo- at.
3: Joke. Oh my lord! Um, hey, I, I hate to interrupt the flow of this conversation, but um, Josh, you mentioned there is some live footage of you on YouTube, which I found, and dog, it's a video of you. You're playing your song Megan Fox, of which I'm a fan, and your synthesizer just tumbles to the ground. Oh. That's on video? That is on video.
0: Yeah, that happened once at the media club. My laptop was on my stand too. Uh, it says it was at the Cobalt. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, it was at the Cobalt. Is it. I gotta find. That's online?
3: That is. Here, let me post the link. Uh, it's, Does... it's one of the cutest things I've ever seen.
0: Do I go turn around onto the stage?
3: You, you smile sheepishly and then go pick up your synthesizer. <laughs> it's at 255, as recommended by the comment. Uh... <laughs>
0: Oh, Brian must have
3: posted this. Wow, you are you you are rocking out quite hard. Your shit just falls to the ground. That's that's remarkable.
0: Oh, I've never seen this. No shit.
3: And I believe <laughs> this, y- your friend Brian, oh man. Okay. You, you your laptop and synthesizer fall to the ground. You go off the stage and you're playing. Ah. You're playing your synthesizer from from off the stage. It's remarkable.
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 oh.
3: Master showman. Oh.
2: God damn. A, this is impressive. Yes. <laughs> Where to go with the flow, bro?
1: As as great of a listening experience as this is, this must be.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? Visual gags on podcast, those always work. Yeah.
1: Um I think my my answer to Josh's question is I'm pretty good at Smash Brothers.
3: Uh, oh, are you okay. in Melee or Brawl? Please say Melee. Um I
1: melee. You oh, young Link up on a bitch. Oh. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I, I, pick, uh, I pick those, the I I, I pick Marth a lot. I also pick Samus. Samus. Mm.
2: Samus I, all the way.
1: That's
3: my I girl. was always a Captain Falcon man myself. Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't like playing people who played as Samus, because her down B where she drops those little mines is such a good interrupter. You're like, get the fuck out of Dodge, Samus, you ass. Oh, it's it's yeah. so
2: annoying. It's yeah.
3: so annoying. But I, I actually I know. have a friend I have a friend named Mike who may be listening to this, I don't think so, but is actually a professional level Smash Brothers player. Oh near professional. <laughs> I, who like, does he play uh, us he, he, ma- he mains Pikachu, I think. Um, but uh, he like sometimes will just go over to his house and like he'll say, Wanna play Smash Brothers? and I'm like, sure, I like fun, and then he'll just destroy me in every yeah. possible way.
0: Well, have you seen that Aziz Sorry bit about the time he goes to Kanye West's house and Kanye's like listening to his own music?
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: That reminds me exactly of that. Hey, you know this thing I do professionally? What a play gets <laughs> me in a competitive manner? Friend?
3: <laughs> yeah. That doesn't yeah, sound like any yeah. fun
0: at all. That's uh, like, hey, <laughs> hey, Steven, come over to my house and let's have a Josh Custodio contest. Whoever can you be more like Josh Custodio wins. Know, you want to just give me shattered. a
2: job or something? Like, you know, that'll be fun, right? It's cool. <laughs> what do you say?
0: Well, you took you took that, that, you took that analogy
2: in a completely different. <laughs> what did he say? Oh yeah, dude, just come over, just like, give me a hand job or something. It's totally cool, you know, It'll be fun.
0: <laughs> this is... don't... <laughs> it
2: going off the rails.
0: I, was that a masturbation joke? Cause like a hand job and myself or.
2: No, no, and it wasn't di- directed at you. It was like the same idea. Like if it's Kanye West like going over, it's like to stroke his oh, yeah. if it's this guy, it's like, "Yeah, yeah, dude, do you want to just like have some fun, hang out, and give me a hand drop?" I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, not for
2: mean, sure. No, mean, nah, mean. I
0: know what you mean. But if but yeah, you know, it's Sika... kind of
3: joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what must be run sad run about being left. Kanye West is that no one is as interesting as Kanye West. And like no matter who I mean, you hang out with, like you can hang out with like Barack Obama and like the reincarnated corpse of like Benjamin Franklin and Tupac <laughs> all in a room and none of them will match the interesting level of of Kanye West.
1: Well, no, the no. thing with Kanye is even if when he's depressed, people just make
3: fun of him. Yeah, you know, I that's true because I always forget that Kanye must have real emotions somewhere. Like he is this logical <laughs> like character. Too. But he is a human being.
1: He made a whole album about him being depressed, and everyone just mocked him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I uh, I'm a, amongst my group of friends a Kanye West defender and a supporter, and it's not it's not a great position to have to be in sometimes because he does weird yeah. annoying shit.
2: Yes. Well, yes.
0: <laughs> well. I love his tunes. Even the and "Heartbreak" has its songs on it. Um, oh I, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan for sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know who these people are that you're having to defend Kanye
3: West. Yeah, and uh, he pretty much defends himself.
0: Uh, well, when he's. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to bother getting into it, but those stupid, shitty polls. Although, am I a scumbag for thinking Kim Kardashian is so hot? Oh my god. I would love to not think she's attractive because she's obviously dumb as fuck.
3: But... Yeah, she <laughs> is,
2: but she is, but she is. I, I oh like- my Oh, I, I like that body type. You, She's pretty you know, sexy.
3: You know what I am good at? Is separating that. Like, I do not find myself interested in her at all. At all.
0: You're better than me.
2: Good for I'm you, man.
0: Not my penis that her ass doesn't matter. But my God, that I see the picture, I'm like, respect Kanye West. Like, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, her and Kanye is kind of a perfect couple, if you think about it.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs>
4: Is that the end of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's make everybody's it. Just, everybody's just thinking about Kim Kardashian now.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just going to end it that if you could get a lap dance from one person on the planet, everybody's got to be Kim Kardashian, right?
3: Wait, Stephen not- Hawking. Helen Mirren. What?
0: Wow, you guys. Stephen <laughs> <terrible. laughs> Hawking. You're just teasing them.
4: <laughs> Do you like that, boy? <laughs>
3: You know what? You know why? Much like, much like Kanye West it must be terrible to Stephen Hawking is because you can never sound angry.
0: <laughs> or, awesome. I right. am so fucking
3: right. angry right now.
0: Right. It can't happen. My jumblies are rustled. Programmed like What's... a. <laughs> what are the All right, guys, it's been a peach.
3: Yeah, we should we should probably cut this off. Yeah. 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 Anyway, guys, it's been great. Um, Stephen and Ricardo, it's been great having you on. We should have you again in the near
2: future. Thanks, I agree. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Ricardo, I think
0: you're really great as a human being.
2: Thanks, man. You sound like a great human yourself.
0: Just trying to keep up with you.
2: Josh,
3: I will undoubtedly in the future take up your offer to come live with you in Vancouver.
0: Would you Uh, actually, even just two weeks, would you take a vacation up here? I would
3: absolutely do that in a goddamn heartbeat.
0: Oh well, wow. man. You, how many years till you're 19?
3: Uh, just the one.
0: Oh lordy, well we gotta we gotta set that up. You'll have the week of your life up here, be hanging out with Brian and I and James and Darst and see a lot of shows and be out late and go to drag your ass to work in the morning. It's awesome.
3: Sure, sounds great. Um, and uh, of course Nick, always a pleasure.
4: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you know what sweet. I like
3: about you, uh, Nick. You may you may not what? bring the energy that a Josh brings, but you certainly uh, you certainly are always here. <laughs> <laughs> no one could <can, laughs> <not
4: here>. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you, you, I don't know sir- if
4: that's a compliment or an insult,
3: man. It's a it's a statement of fact. You are because present it, on it, most of these podcasts. It's that it exists.
4: Well. Most Nick, what? There, there was it's, a long time that I wasn't on, what? on one for a while. It's just that I'm not at uni and I'm not having fun, so I'm so I'm bored and so I'm here. Nick,
0: what uh, what's something about you we might not guess?
4: People think I'm really funny. I
0: I could see
4: that. Hey, oh, but like, I, like were- I I I. I, I Um, In in my dorm, uh, at the end of last year, I got an award for um, funniest person in the dorm. That's so cool. Were you really flattered? Yeah, and they asked me to tell a joke. I was just like, I have nothing. And they listened to laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about you can't fail.
3: I got a similar award from my school's orchestra, which was, I'm looking at it right now, the most effective use of sarcasm. And (laughs) here's the thing. This is this is a reason that I would definitely go to Vancouver and is that I'm start one of my new year's resolutions was that I'm starting to do stand up comedy, hopefully.
2: Hell and, yes, you know, dude. I've,
3: Hell yes. I've written a set and everything. And, you know, like with with jokes and all that. And um, I'm very much looking forward to testing it out places like uh, there's a couple open mics in uh, a couple college towns that I know people in around here. And if there's one in Vancouver, that'd be like the coolest thing ever to do.
0: All Vancouver is is open mics, man. But we could get you an actual set somewhere. There's it's pretty popular here right now to have uh, comedians open for bands. Yeah, oh, it, yeah,
3: it's a it's a cool thing. Like a, a lot of sort of punk and metal circles to have comedians uh, like it, as an act. It's
2: great. I, I it happened when I played with Dope Body. Actually, there was a comedian before us. Oh, that's awesome. Did. Yeah, I don't
0: know. You should pursue it, man. Yeah, do it. Yeah. There's a my friend Will actually he he does like paid gigs out here. There's a bunch of places he just goes and does like a twenty minute set at. He's he's very yeah, and he's not even like the funniest guy ever. <laughs> but I think the comedy scene here is growing. Like I know more people who are like doing comedy or yeah, like like I said in between bands or whatever.
3: Yeah, the whole alt comedy like you know, you know sort of punk comedy thing is becoming more and more, you know, defined. And it's good because, like, comedy clubs in general are kind of gross and not really a good venue for comedy.
0: Did Patton Oswalt tour with a band?
3: If Patton Oswalt did a split with the Melvins.
0: That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking of.
3: Mm-hmm. of David Cross toured with, uh, like... Two Yeah, yeah. A couple other people. And, yeah, it's, it's great.
0: Anyway... Well, I... I think you should more than do that, man. And uh, you yeah. come up here. Well, you can you can uh, do your thing and rock out in the free world, and we'll have a great time.
3: It'll be great. Anyway, everybody, it's been a delight. This has been a fantastic episode of Your Podcast Opinion Is Wrong. Peace, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.
4: do, 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 do. <laughs> do,
2: do. <laughs>